I feel like in the way that if you're somebody who's really like very into astrology, you might be right now like, okay, Mercury's in Gatorade and I, right, that's why I'm sad. I don't have to do self-improvement. I just have to wait until Mercury's out of the Gatorade. Sure. And I, I do the same thing, but with sleep, I go, oh, I'm too tired. And so I don't need to do self-improvement. I just need to be less tired. I just need to get more sleep. But then the thing is, I don't get more sleep because I'm not doing (laughs) (laughs) self-improvement. But then I'm, you know, it's out of my hands. It's it's just my bad sleep. It's not my fault in any way. Hey, Zach. Hey, Liz. We have a jam-packed episode for you today. I have a feeling that Sirtis is going to make the the cold open kind of long. I did not plan how to introduce this this concept, um, but this is kind of the the worrying bugs beat a little bit. Is is all of the alternative milks, the world of non dairy products, right? We're looking at margarine. Mm-hmm. We're looking at um, alternative milks, uh, but something that we haven't really touched on is alternative ice creams. Ooh. Um, They've got piercings. They've got dyed hair, uh, and they are coming to your city. You better watch out. <laughs> um, so I have tried four different alternative ice creams um, because life is hard right now, and I am here with a review for you. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll open uh, the database. Yeah. Does, is, should this be a new database? This is my question. Ooh. Can we, like, segment it in a way? In some way? I don't think CSVs do sheets. No, they don't. Okay, so we can make a new one. Here, let's just, uh... Oh, no, I don't want Excel. No, no. That's gonna take a million years to boot up. (laughs) Well, I gotta wait for it to open now. Things fine. Okay, now we're gonna close it right away. I still have my manufacturer. Yes, I do. I have a text expander shortcut for manufacturer, and I don't know if I disabled it or not. (laughs) What what was happening in your life that you needed that text expander shortcut? Um, I'm pretty sure I was doing the... Ah. I needed to type manufacturer a lot, and I could never type it correctly because for whatever reasons, my fingers just didn't like that pattern. Yeah. There's there's more letters than sounds. Yes. Is my review of that word. So I'm going to call this alternative uh, ice cream database. It could be like non-dairy other database is also possible, right? We could have okay. like non-dairy yogurts go in this category too. Non-dairy miscellaneous maybe? Other, yeah. other is fine. Okay, we can always rename it. Yeah. All right. What do we have first? Okay. Um. So first we've got uh, Cado is the brand C A D O, uh, and they've got a avocado frozen dessert in a bunch of flavors. I have tried their deep dark chocolate and their mint chocolate chip. Oh. Avocado ice cream, huh? Yeah. Um, I am here to tell you that it's actually 
really, really good. It's really smooth. It's really rich. Um, in the way that a lot of times, if you're having like an alternative milk, um, the first thing to go is going to be the mouthfeel. Like the first thing they get rid of. In like right, the first to thing make that it, you're like, yeah. okay, I did, this is basically milk, but it's something's off about it. It's not going to yeah. have that like richness, the thickness, mm-hmm. and this avocado frozen dessert um, does indeed. I, the standards of identity around the words ice cream must be stronger than around milk, because none of these products that I'm looking at say ice cream anywhere on them. Okay, so in the database, I'm going to call it avocado uh, deep dark chocolate frozen dessert. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm thinking we might want to, like, we should probably do this for the milk database too, but like have a section for like what this is made of. Yes. That would be really smart. <laughs> How do, what, right. What do they substitute for the milk? Mm-hmm. In How, this uh, case, it is avocado. How would you like to word that? Primary ingredient. Primary ingredient is good. See, Jared, a lesser podcast would uh, not tell you exactly how the database is structured because it's not good audio, <laughs> but not us. And see, so these are both really good, both really like creamy. Um, they do have that, like the, the, the feel that you want. Um, and they, so Liz, you, you and I are, are in a place where we understand the chemistry of ice cream more than maybe your average person <laughs> um, because we were forced to. Uh, it's an important part of our uh, Wisconsin education, Zach. Right. And so I remember almost nothing except for the fact that it is a... Oh, no. Oh, no. I put myself on the spot and now I can't remember what the word is. An emulsion of um, the air and the the cream or like the milk right um and this is like very stable throughout in a way that i have had i can imagine a product that is not quite as stable that like there's a bit where you're like ah this is separated this is no longer totally homogenous okay sure yeah the way that this avocado ice cream is is made into a homogenous form that's good Ben and Jerry's now for dogs. Oh my god! Um, I've had Ben and Jerry's non-dairy almond ice cream in the past, um, and have had it's I should say non-dairy frozen dessert because the standards of identity on ice cream are so strict. Um, do you remember what flavor? I do not. Probably one of them that I usually get, one of the fish food or Cherry Garcia, but uh, that is not what I'm here to to review even okay then Um, i won't write it down because my partner is not uh is not almond friendly and so Mm. if we're we're both sad and we both want ice cream uh we're not going to go get the almond ice cream because that's not that's not how partnerships work (laughs) um instead we got the sunflower butter based milk and cookies uh pint of non-dairy frozen dessert from ben and jerry's okay it's just sunflower ice cream that's just call it that just say it's sunflower butter ice cream but no it's non-dairy frozen dessert because we're terrified of what big milk will do to us what flavor did you say that was uh milk and cookies and you might go hey wait a minute 
isn't it isn't it dairy free but you see the milk is in heavy quotation marks (laughs) next thing you know they're going to be taking the cookies out (laughs) milk and cookies Mm -hmm. (laughs) um this is pretty good this is sunflower butter based and so it's going to have a little bit more like grittiness i'm gonna say Hmm. than the avocado one did that just however they're they're composing this and i i think that's my experience with the almond um based one too is that it's it's a little more you can feel like okay there's a a seed or a nut or something that's involved in the making of this um but i think a lot of that is excused by the cookie dough that makes up the like chunk because one of ben and jerry's things is they're like hey if we put chunks in the ice cream people are like hell yeah ice cream hell yeah chunks um and so the the chunk for this non-dairy frozen dessert is a little non-dairy cookie dough uh it's vegan cookie dough actually Mm. and that i think you can have a bite with a little bit of that cookie dough and your brain just says, ah, the gritty is coming from the cookie dough and that like, I oh, think. Oh, interesting. Uh, kind of eases, it makes the transition easier. Let's say that. Okay. Um, and then my fourth and final non-dairy frozen dessert fourth. that I've, I've tried. I only have, <laughs> what was the second one? Uh, the second was the mint chocolate chip cotto. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. You said two for avocado. Yep, you're right. Um, so the fourth is the Oatly Oat Frozen Dessert. I think I've had this. Um, which is by renowned uh, post-milk generation uh, profiteer. <laughs> <laughs> Oatly, um, of, of the Sweden variety, they list... All of the people that they asked about something. What? What is this? What is this website? What is going on? Ah, okay. It's the greatest tasting oat milk in the history of the planet, according to a random survey. Uh, this is not a random survey. This is a heavily biased survey um, that their copywriter took in the Oatly New York office, um, specifically of Chelsea, Emily, Rachel, Ryan, and Mary. But I, I am also here to say it's the best tasting oat milk. Uh, non-dairy frozen dessert that i have ever eaten okay myself uh it's basically like if you ate oatmeal but really sweet and it was ice cream okay (laughs) um and it's real good frozen desserts they have a lot of different flavors i have only had their oat flavor so these are these are four kinds of um non-dairy frozen desserts that you can purchase um i recommend the deep dark chocolate avocado one the most heartily i think followed by the oatly uh just plain oat frozen dessert um and if you don't have a whole foods near you to purchase these from because that's the only place that i've been that has had this uh you can i don't know you can probably go to like your grocer and be like hey dude give me give me some avocado frozen dessert and they will say what and you'll say here i got the their product is right here and you can like probably just email them or something i don't know how it works um 
but like it'd be real weird if there was like no way for you to go to your grocer and be like i will purchase a product through your store and for them to be like ah okay i'm going to wholesale purchase a product from this supplier like if there's no way for that whole exchange to be mediated mm-hmm. i something's wrong with the world i want to purchase products and and they've got products to sell <laughs> Everyone knows the the free market works best when everybody has a lot of information about everybody else's actions and desires. And that's why um, the stock market is doing what it is. Oh, boy. So we do need an official rating for all of these. Oh, right. For context, the best milk we've had so far looks like 9 out of 11. Which milk was that? That was simply almond, vanilla almond milk. It was 9 out of 11 Mac OS's. Mmm. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, are my, what are my units that I'm working in? I gotta know that. Oh, sure, I... sure, sure. Um, uh, give me this first one, at least, in... Uh, in Atom Extensions. Okay. This is for deep, dark chocolate frozen dessert by, mm-hmm. uh, made from avocado by the manufacturer Kado. Right. I, I think I would give this one... There's got to be, what, like a, at least a thousand atom extensions. And so... <laughs> this one's probably like um, somewhere around 800 out of a thousand atom extensions. All right. Uh, and for mint chocolate chip frozen dessert, uh, let's get this one. Let's get this one out of hard drive partitions. In hard drive partitions, that is. In hard drive partitions, I'd say it's at least a one out of two hard drive partitions. <laughs> okay. I guess between the both of us, though, there's at least three hard drive partitions. So I gotta let me think about this. It's probably two out of three hard drive partitions. Okay, two out of three. Um, all right, and for the milk and cookies non-dairy frozen dessert uh, made from sunflower butter by Ben & Jerry's, um, this mm-hmm. one should be... Let's get this in Ben's. Ben's, oh. Mm-hmm. I think four Ben's and one big Ben. <laughs> You're fucking <laughs> the system, Zach. Four... <laughs> Ben's and uh and one big Ben. <laughs> I don't think that's a fraction. I don't think you meant it to be. No. Okay. Okay, and last one. Uh oat frozen dessert. Uh uh sorry, uh made from oat milk by Oatly. Um let's get this one. <laughs> Christ. It's getting harder and harder. Um <laughs> Yeah, you'd think it would get easier, you know. You like kind of get in the mood, like, oh, what are we? What have we been talking about? Um, out. Uh, let's get them in. Um, two-hour sessions of scrolling on Twitter. Oh, I'm gonna do this in in the negatives. This is probably in like a negative. Um, I think a total of maybe negative four hours scrolling on Twitter. Okay, so we're going to say negative four hour of scrolling on Twitter. That's good. That's good. All right. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love, I love the like improv curve that this bit has of like the the longer we commit to this bit, the more of a roller coaster the humor of that bit has. <laughs> so like I think the concept of this ice cream being worth negative four hours scrolling on Twitter is like really that's very solid. That's a very yeah, solid I like thought. Uh huh. Um. And like nine out of eleven Mac Mac OSs, really funny. Um, <laughs> I also like that uh, there are just one. There are just a couple that, that most of them are fractions, but they're not all fractions. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what like the first case of the ice cream standard of identity there was that everybody's so scared of being like ah. Right, like, did did Dairy Queen go like, oh, this is ice cream back in the 80s? Mm-hmm. And someone was like, actually, Dairy Queen, that's a frozen dessert. You can't call it ice cream because it's, right, you didn't um, give, give a handshake to this cow. Listen, we, can, so we can criticize politicians, but the name calling really has to stop. <laughs> And so now Ben and Jerry are like, oh my God, what do we, what do we do about this dessert that's not ice cream, clearly, because we didn't give, give any handshakes to any cows. Um, and so like, what, what happened that everybody's like, oh God, we cannot call it ice cream, but milk, right? Like whatever, almond milk, mm-hmm. yeah. Rice milk, yeah. It might be a matter of like, it's not worth... Uh, like potentially getting in trouble for it like it it doesn't have to be a previous case it might be just like Mm -hmm. the they have done some like a b studies and like people tend to like not really care if it's called ice cream versus frozen dessert but do care if it's called milk well i'm thinking every non-dairy milk i've ever purchased has come in a different shaped container than any other non-dairy milk isn't Oatly just kind of in a normal like carton ki- type thing, I like suppose. not a milk, not a milk jug or not a milk like a gallon of milk. Definitely doesn't look like that, which is mm-hmm. interesting. But yeah, I guess there are quite a few different shaped bottles that I feel like. And even if you were gonna do a, a gallon of milk, you could get a gallon of orange juice in the same container, and so that there's right. no shape that clearly screams milk right you can get bagged orange juice the same way you can get bagged milk you can get Mm -hmm. um you're thinking that ice cream mostly comes like pints of ice cream mostly come in the same a pint of ice cream is always a a a pint shape there's probably just one like it's probably just uline probably all ice cream is homophobic hot take (laughs) who makes ice cream pint I'm looking at Google Images. Um, looks like the only one in the first couple. Yeah, I'm scrolling pretty far. I'm only seeing one, and it's gelato. The the uh, Talenti, maybe. Mm-hmm. They have like plastic. Right, ones. and they've kind of got brand recognition mm-hmm. for their frozen dessert already. All right, I'm going to go get an old ice cream container and see if it says who manufactured it. Give me a second. Sounds good.
I found the one. I found a manufacturer who makes the Oatly one. Okay. It is uh, Stan Pack. Stan Pack. Stan Pack. Ah, okay, yes. Um. And looks like they have quite a few clients. None of which I particularly recognize, but Oatly is definitely in there. Oatly. There's also Dairy Fill. Um. Cool which house. Makes it awesome extra dessert. funny. That, uh, dairy, <laughs> it's called dairy fill, and you're filling it with the, the non-dairy ice cream. Um. Interesting. There's like a, yeah. It's like Ben and Jerry's uses something called CF Flash, perhaps? So, great news. Probably not all ice cream is homophobic. Um. <laughs> But I think, like, it's less scary to call it a non-dairy frozen dessert if you can put it in a container that looks, that conveys ice cream. Yes, Because almost all ice cream pints look like that. Yeah, definitely. Like, if you were going to, like, train an AI to recognize ice cream, like, this is how you would do it. You would just, Mm -hmm. like, give it Google images of ice cream pints, which Which are all the same shape. As a company, you should, or not as a company, as an industry, you should never standardize on any one shape because it makes it easier to co-opt your brand image inadvertently mm. unless you trademark a shape. Can you trademark a shape? It would have, uh, my understanding, uh, I'm not a lawyer of any kind. <laughs> this is not legal advice. Um, <laughs> my understanding is that it would have to be pretty distinctive if it was going to work. Like, extremely distinctive. Mm. Oh, and this is... I always get tweets... I don't know. Somebody that I follow on Twitter thinks that the um, upside-down ice cream is very funny. Um, because the way that you stock it on a shelf is upside-down. The way that, like, the text is written... You take the top, like what is usually the top of the, the iconic pint of ice cream, mm-hmm. and you put it on the bottom. And so if you've just got like somebody stocking a bunch of shelves, they're not going to be like, ah, clearly I need to put all the words right side up. They're going to say this looks like every other pint of ice cream I've ever, ever stocked onto a shelf and just, just stock it the same way that you stock everything else. And so I, I follow somebody on Twitter who chronicles every time that they find upside down ice cream stocked upside down (laughs) um according to trademarkdoctor.net the shape of a product of a product can serve as a trademark for example uh the like glass bottles of Mm coca-cola have a distinctive shape uh toblerone has a distinctive shape right uh, Harley, David- Harley Davidson has a registered trademark for the sound made by the exhaust pipes on their motorcycles. Yes. Interesting. That is a fact that just enters your brain the moment you sign your first lease in Milwaukee. <laughs> Don't understand that reference. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you absolutely could trademark a distinctive ice cream container shape. But you couldn't trademark a tapered cylinder. I don't think so. I think you would get a lot of pushback on that. 
And you definitely couldn't trademark it and be like, but for anybody who makes dairy ice cream, <laughs> but you can't use it if you're not dairy ice cream. I suppose you... If, okay, so you couldn't do that with the existing shape, but if you made a new shape that became... That you like had... You could give a, a free royalty to anyone using dairy and a right. non-free royalty to anyone who is not. Right. There's probably a way that you could say, hey, if you're part of the, the dairy ice cream organization, mm-hmm. you gain access to this trademark. In fact, you wouldn't even have to be an ice cream, ice cream manufacturer necessarily. You could be like, you know, big milk or whatever and trademark a container and give royalties to that. Mm. I think that's how that works. You might have to actually put something in a container at some point, but... I think non-dairy milk producers should form a consortium (laughs) and make a non-dairy milk distinctive container Okay. shape and then block milk from it <laughs> it's a thought it's a thought um i think y- at this point they have enough momentum you think that they could ditch the whatever they're currently using right yeah i'd say it's probably correct i also think like now's the time to do it if you're gonna do it because mm-hmm. like if you wait too much longer people are gonna like start associating that shape of container with your brand and then like it would be bad to change containers right i'm thinking klein bottle right if i was oatly and i was making a a consortium (laughs) the the most expensive possible container (laughs) (laughs) that would just like it would make me really happy because obviously clam bottles are really cool, but like uh-huh. it would be like really frustrating, I think, to like pour it correctly, stuff like that. How much could you get to like three quarters of a Klein bottle and then <laughs> there's no and then just thing like, like you three quarters of a Klein of bottle? What, what would that look like? Because if you don't have it connecting, then it's not a Klein bottle and it's not mathematically interesting anymore right but i think it's still distinctive enough maybe for people who have watched number file videos but (laughs) well i think like big old flask and then a little gooseneck coming up off of it oh i see like it's distinctive in a yeah no that makes sense in a way that you could trademark Mm -hmm. there's a brand of wine that i once bought from trader joe's that's like pretty good wine it's like the what, I don't remember exactly what it was called, but it was called something along the lines of pretty good wine, <laughs> and like it like purported to like uh, use science or whatever it's, it's to the, it's the almond milk of wines. Yeah, we use science to make pretty good wine that we can produce fairly cheaply. You're welcome. I think Klein bottle would be very good for them. You can see so for seventy something dollars. You can go on Amazon and just get a glass Klein bottle, but if that's too much for you, you can get a two-pack of regular 16-ounce drinking glasses that have a Klein bottle printed on them. (laughs) (laughs) 
Can you please send me that? Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> oh my god. Um, what did you you sent me another Amazon link that I didn't understand? Other. Oh, we got um Sherlocked. We got Sherlocked. I had a great idea. Oh, yeah. I remember this. I remember this now. To make a, a Wi-Fi enabled essential oil diffuser, and this one actually is not what I was saying. This is. Um, this is just you turn it on or off with the Wi-Fi. I'm saying mm-hmm. you give it like eight canisters of um, yeah. DRM'd smells, <laughs> and then it'll inject the the smells into the the thing. No, I remember this. This was a while ago. Yeah, no, we totally got Sherlocked. You can just purchase a Klein bottle on Amazon, though. You can a- you can actually like store things in a. Yeah, it like has a inside and outside technically. I mean, it doesn't, but it kind of does. I'm just thinking like from a ease of pouring, it's very bad. Yes. Right. I think you would need to create you would need to if you were going to be Oatly and trademark the Klein bottle, you would need to set it up so that it poured better. <laughs> I bet there's a way to do it. Because this is also, I imagine, very hard to fill. Yes. You would have to be very creative with your manufacturing process. Could you make a... God, this is wrinkling my brain just looking at this piece of glass right here. Um, <laughs> maybe that's the... Maybe that's the... Oh, better than oat milk, though. We fill it with... um. Uh, Infowars-style powders. Ah. Like, this'll make you smarter just by looking at the bottle. (laughs) Can't actually get any of it out. Well, I'm thinking you could make a Klein bottle, um, like, there are pour stoppers. They're like, if you're a bartender and you want to pour exactly one shot from a, a bottle, you can get, like, a pour stopper and it will pour however many ounces and then it will stop the flow Mm -hmm. that i think you could do that with a klein bottle Mm. so maybe if you like made the bottle right you could have like exactly a cup or something yeah i could see it where like if you tilt it upside down so all the milk is in the i'm not smart enough for this How would the the pressure would be roughly the same? Would it? Would there be the same? Yeah. Okay. 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 That hurts my brain still, but a little less. I I cannot conceive of a way to fill it that doesn't involve losing a lot of liquid every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the issue is going to be that there's no way for air to get out if you're pushing milk through the stem. Uh. So you'd have oh, to. Oh wait, like, no, never mind. Just put a hose in there. You could just put a hose in there. You just put a hose. The air comes out around the hose, and you just pressurize whatever's in the hose to go through, fill it up. Yeah. Would this? Boom. Uh, would you accidentally create a siphon if you tried to pour this out? <laughs> like, I'm imagining it like, I, probably not, but 
there might be a way to accidentally make a siphon if you like tilted it the just the right way. Right. It's single pack. It's single use packs of almond milk. Ooh, they you just sell... pull out the stopper, you tilt it, and boom, there's your your whole cup of almond milk. <laughs> uh, Kleinbottle.com actually sells uh, a sty- uh, stylish Kleinbottle hat and Mobius scarf. I gotta see this. I can't find it. Oh, uh, here's a wine bottle, Klein bottle. Kleinbottle.com. Klein bottle. Okay, yeah, Acme Klein bottle. That's what I've been looking at. Ooh, I love the kettlebell one. That makes my brain hurt extra. <laughs> I don't fully understand the mug. I think that's the one that's technically a toroid. Oh, well, that's boring. Ah, uh, okay. A Klein bottle hat. A Klein. Wait, okay. Klein Stein. Uh, okay. The top of two big chambers connected by a hollow handle. Oh, there's a diagram. Okay. Why would you want that? <laughs> That's not even it's topologically identical to our other Klein bottles. If you say so, it doesn't look like it. There's two chambers. How can it be identical? My warning, this is not a... Okay, wait, this is a great PSA. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) It's rose wine in the outer chamber. I think the inner chamber is the same as the outside. Oh, okay, I see, I see. Like, it's the outside of a regular Klein bottle. Right, because it's not... Yeah, it's just a Klein bottle with a dip in it, so that holds liquid. (laughs) If there's gravity. I'm a big fan that their company name is Acme, um, and that it's the kind of... Is this like a 90s thing to do, early 2000s thing to do, um, to have a link to cartoons, limericks, poems, and haiku? They're boring FAQ. They have $45 portraits of Gauss. I love these product pages. Like, basically every single one is like, this is not a good product, but it's very cool. (laughs) You can get them for half price if they have some uh, um, oven marks, chips, or weld spatter. About once a week, About once a week, I receive an email from someone who offers to remake my website because it has very poor design or does not offer a pleasant user experience. I'm sorry, but I prefer to pay attention to other things. If you want Flash or a laid-out website with an unattractive layout and professional CSS, I don't want Flash. There we go. The hat says, uh... Unbreakable in normal use. Won't fracture even if dropped onto a concrete floor. (laughs) Comfortably fits one head. I'm kind of thinking I want to see if I can knit this myself. I don't think it's entirely infeasible. And have you looked at the jobs page? Um, There's a manifold operator. Uh, position open. Uh, curvaceous, conformal, uh, rem, re, vector field desires normalized, uh, Riki tensor with nice 
eigenvalues will relocate within proper semi semi-metric space. No polymorphic <laughs> permutations, please. Email. <laughs> That's hilarious, and I want it. There really are limericks and poems. Can I like start a red bubble that only sells posters of this? The no responsible responsible adults says no to non-orientable shapes. I I think people have made red bubbles with more um, questionably their content. So I'm just gonna Google that phrase. A responsible adult says. I'm getting a lot of memes. Mostly from r slash surreal memes. My producer has gifted (laughs) me something. It's a key ring um, made with little beads uh zach should Uh, i read out what (laughs) (laughs) yeah go ahead uh i'm reading that correctly uh it says uh duck heart p yeah or duck p with a heart in place of a space (laughs) (laughs) that it Um, does so in the surreal surreal memes subreddit on Uh with this meme um the top comment is, would you like to t- try a Tesseract? And with a, uh, with a sub-comment saying, Tesseracts are actually orientable. You're having fun in the wrong way. Stop it at once. <laughs> That's such a, a good phrase. That's like a very Merlin Man phrase, I feel like. Yeah, probably when he's making fun of John Syracuse, but yeah. Yeah. I want this poster, though. You can just go, like, on the internet and get glossy posters printed up. What if it looks bad, though? Like, what's the resolution on this? Uh, I'm going to say custom... Staples does it. I mean, ten dollars is not unreasonable. That's so I was trying to eighteen. So that's like that's a pretty good size for a poster. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I was trying to find the original meme or like the original photo, right? That this meme is based off of. The and alcohol. so I googled adult saying no with fork. <laughs> um, and what I've got instead is you can go on Etsy and get a fork that says let's fork like engraved into it with a little heart okay unfortunately the shop is taking a short break i googled the phrase that it the text under this says i don't know who modified the classic propaganda poster it said it once said in russian a responsible adult says no to alcoholic drinks and when i googled that there was i when i googled that in english do not it's not coming up now you're gonna get all sorts of non-alcoholic drink recommendations okay so 
standards of identity, that's that's our jam. That's right, core worrying bugs content. Um, right, we know what are the standards of identity for milk undecided in the US. What are the standards of identity for ice cream? Apparently solid, very um steadfast. Uh what are the standards of identity for bread in Ireland? Um can't be too sugary. I forgot to tell you. Okay. Remember uh that that Minecraft server I was talking about? Yes. <laughs> um well, there's a Discord as well, and that very story came up in casual conversation. The so it's not just us, Zach. This is getting Irish. into the real world. Uh-huh. We're on the cutting edge. We're on the cutting edge, but uh, you just wait. The worrying bugs will, will be uh, the most important part of everyone's daily newsfeed. Absolutely. Um, and the way that we do that is by producing content bi-monthly <laughs> just re-listen to the last one or re-listen to this one you know until we come out with the next one every day and it's like you're getting new news every day um as long as you don't remember what we said the last time you listened <laughs> just don't pay attention too much right and then it's like news <laughs> that's it you know cut. the the 24-hour news cycle is not good for your brain. Try the two-week uh, news cycle. I genuinely, I really want to subscribe to a news service that, like, two weeks from now is going to tell me what the whole deal with all of this, like, GameStop stuff is. <laughs> right? That, like, right now they'd be telling me about January 6th. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you're wrong about, but not for the 90s. Yes. You're, you're wrong, wrong about, about but for, like, but for, two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. But they just like, hold on. They're like, okay, well, we don't see the worrying bugs is not that kind of thing. We're giving you up to the minute news um, because we don't have the news from tomorrow yet. Exactly. Um, and that very important news is uh, that nobody is sure what makes tuna tuna. <laughs> okay. It is, it is a very contentious uh, thing, what, what makes tuna tuna. Um, because Subway says their tuna is tuna. And a, a group of people who have purchased Subway tuna sandwiches say, we did tests and it's not tuna. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It is some oh, concoction no. that is not tuna. And in fact, uh. has no fish product at all. <laughs> what? What? What do you mean it has no fish? There's no fish in the tuna, allegedly. As alleged by these folks who arrested, or who, not arrested, who are suing Subway, apparently their tuna's not tuna. That's really concerning. Um, but this is a big old nothing burger of a story because there's been no, right, nobody's gotten any information yet about this. It's just right. that, um, that somebody said, hey, tuna doesn't have tuna. And Subway was like, our tuna's tuna. Um, and that's all. Last time Subway said that their thing was thing, uh, they were incorrect. Subway's bread is not, in fact, bread. Um, based but on I, the definition, based on someone else's definition. Based on the standards of identity enshrined in human culture. Yes, these standards of identity for bread were handed down from God, and therefore... Uh-huh. Uh, 
the 11 commandments yeah. bread can't have too much sugar in it <laughs> so just cut that out <laughs> so like i don't nobody there's no answers yet uh subway wait god let me find this quote i should have written it down but i didn't give me a second subway tuna nbc news and it's not like hey you lied to us this is not the thing that they're they're suing subway for um because the american legal system is kind of weird it's you lied to us that this was tuna and you charged us more and we paid more under the belief that we were getting tuna so the this might not actually be the case, but that what that sounds like is that we'd be fine if you were calling it tuna and not charging more for it. Right. If you want to feed us fish-flavored paste, that's fine. Had the plaintiffs and other class members, you know, class action lawsuit members, known that the products actually lacked tuna as an ingredient, they would have not bought the products or would have paid substantially less for them. That's fair. Uh, tuna paste um for subway's part uh they say of the suit is it's part of a trend of targeting the food industry in an effort to make a name for yourself in that space ah yes the tuna sandwich space the subway witch hunt is underway just you watch out first they came for the subway and i said nothing because i was not subway I was trying to make a or this is Orwellian joke, but like Ovaltine was the best was the closest I could get. Uh, was the best food Orwell. product. Is there like Orwell and fish? Anything there? Ixes Ixian. Again, Jared. A lesser podcast would not <laughs> leave this content in. The joke-making process, it's important. It's important how, that you know how this works. The real Orwellian was the insistence that our jokes were funny we made along the way. <laughs> That's a lot. There's a lot in there, Zach. What's up? There's a lot in that joke. It's a combination of at least three. <laughs> and now, a PSA from the Worrying Bugs. Again, my warning. This is not a good drinking glass. It's difficult to get liquids in. Difficult to get liquids out. It's difficult to clean. It's also difficult to make, if that's any consolation. Please treat it as a mathematical curiosity and not a practical cup. This has been a PSA from the Worrying Bugs. Fantastic. Uh, Jared, if you know where I can buy one of these really cool posters. Or if, if you are a plaintiff, if you are Subway, <laughs> if you are Subway and you feel persecuted and you want a platform, um, maybe we can work something out that the, we can platform you on the Worrying Bugs podcast. Uh, reach out to me. I'm on Twitter at... 